Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, all of my beautiful, beautiful friends from the internet. I hope each and every single one of you is doing well on this fine, again, Tuesday, or whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, whether that be morning, evening, or night. Welcome to the Reddit Ask Podcast, Asks Us Podcast, the podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash ask Reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating and also please leave us a review. Um, Remember, if you want to answer this week's Reddit question, you can click the description of the episode in Spotify, and below the description you should see this week's question, and to the right is a white icon that says reply. Uh, This is a feature, again, that I just love because it boosts engagement within the community, uh, and you will be notified when your response is published. I want to thank, again, all the listeners for tuning in every week, and, uh, replying on the replies it's awesome and if i um if it wouldn't uh, bother y'all so much as to please i just want to reiterate reiterate again not that i'm struggling or anything but uh share the podcast if you enjoy the podcast please share it our numbers have been going up and we're starting to get consistently more uh listens and downloads and it's just awesome but uh but yeah i just wanted to just put that out there again if you enjoy the podcast share it to a friend you know send it to a friend be like oh this episode was good i enjoyed this this is a show i think you'd like blah 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 um but anyways why don't we hop into last week's uh, replies we have a bunch of replies from last week so last week's episode was what job attracts the most messed up people so we've got a response here, but McMuffin says, shout out McMuffin again. Thank great to see you again in the comments. I know this is kind of obvious, but psychics are kooks and they just take advantage of people for their money. But the people who actually believe in what they say, they're just as psycho. The, yeah, the, the, some of them are just outright, just complete phony, like, complete false just it's and it's actually kind of embarrassing you know if you guys want to see something really interesting um what's his name darren um oh god why can't darren darren oh i don't want to get this wrong but i think it's darren abramson is it not or am i oh god no that's a professor at my school um Oh my God! I it's he did the push. He did the push. I I need to, I need to figure this out for you guys because, I'm not the push. Wait, what am I thinking right now? Well, no, wait. Yeah, push. Darren Brown. Darren Brown. Okay. Um. Please go watch Darren Brown. Sorry, it took so long to figure that out. So D E R R E N Brown. Uh, just Brown. Darren Brown is um, a, well, he's like a hypnotist, but. He he does these shows where he kind of um, debunks like how how like you know like especially religious healers you know people who who you know go to the con- congregations and stuff and will will like heal people quote unquote heal people and he kind of breaks this all down and how people do it and he does them in front of you and it's wild because he's like it's all it's almost weird because you think he's he's trying to do real magic or real I don't know miracles or something but he's telling you the whole time that it's fake but yet it it seems so real because he's actually pulling it off. It's unbelievable. But um, he does a really good job of exposing that sort of stuff. 
Um, next one from, again, the emoji with the dots around the face um, says, I'm German. Um, I don't know if being German is considered a job, but, um, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm German. Yeah, that's... That, that being German is a job, all right, folks? You have to defend yourself constantly. You'd be surprised. No, but I know what he's referring to. Sorry, I just, or what they are referring to. I don't know. I don't want to gender you, but, um, or misgender you, but uh, I know what you're, what you're referring to. Last week, I the same, the same commenter talked about not being able to fit into a kimono, and I was like, where are you from? Why would, what a specific insult, and it's even weirder that you're German. Like, what another weird insult. Like, maybe y'all are into anime, Maybe that's the thing, okay? Uh, maybe that's maybe that's why somebody was just like, "Excuse me, sensei, I don't believe that you would fit into a kimono." That's my that's my anime voice. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. I wish you guys could see me right now. I'd, I'd be I'm going off. Stressed human, thank you so much for commenting again. Stressed human, love to see you. Jokes on you. I've been homeschooled my whole life, so I, <laughs> I always laughed off the insult. The most different people work as firefighters. Don't get me wrong, I love them, but it takes bravery. I'd have to say the same thing too. Like people, like it's the same thing that I was saying with paramedics. It's not that they're like that they're different in a bad way. It's just you have to be a little bit desensitized to crazy stuff like that, man. Especially if you're a firefighter, like you're gonna see some messed up stuff. Like I, I know people who've had to switch lanes because they thought they were going to firefighting, and they think you know that getting into it, it's like. Yeah, it's a noble career, all this stuff. And then it's like, oh, well, I have to see people burning their skin, melted off, like dead, crispy bodies. Like, I'm I'm not about that. So I, I just, fuck, man. That's, you do have to be, you do have to be so resilient because that's the thing is, especially paramedic, um, you know, even police officers, uh, even though I'm not a big fan of police, like, like not, I don't want to generalize and say, you know, all police are, are bad, but... Um, firefighters, paramedics, police, some of these people like, because the thing is, is that you have to remain focused, right? If, if there's a crisis happening, like you can't be frozen and you can't f flee. You can't run away. Like you have to keep a level head, calm mind and figure it out because that every second that you waste could be a critical or crucial second or something like that in a job that you, that could save somebody's life. Right. Which is just way too much pressure for me. Um, and I was roasting people who were homeschooled last time. Listen, okay. Sorry for any new listeners. I know this gets long and drawn out, but please comment and then maybe we can have conversations. I wasn't trying to roast anyone who goes to homeschool. I'm trying, I was saying that, that people who are homeschooled get roasted in the culture. Okay. The culture it's, it's, they're very easily targeted people. And the jokes that I was making were things that I've like heard from other people. I don't think there's anything wrong with being homeschooled. I actually knew some of my good friends I've known were homeschooled and they're fine for the most part. Um, but like, I'm not trying to, sorry, I was, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to diss homeschoolers. I was only just trying to make the remark that there the 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 uh, zeitgeist kind of out, cultural zeitgeist out there would would have you believe that homeschooled being called a homeschooled you know person is an insult um alex d uh i'm replies and says i'm homeschooled still enjoy the episodes even though excuse me you spent the first few minutes roasting me again sorry i 
I didn't want to roast anyone too hard. I try not to roast too any, anyone too hard, especially my beautiful friends from the internet. Um, and then Vortex says, uh, shout out, Vortex says, any job. There's always that one guy that's just a bit odd. And that's facts. That is absolutely facts because all jobs attract weird people. Honestly, no matter what you do or where you work, especially like, because you can get like a really straight laced job, you know, that attracts like, you know, like a like just regular ass people but like whatever that means but uh there's just somebody there who's going to be wired differently you know like workaholic like i even saw i even saw a post recently about like you work in an office and you're a social media manager and this it's this it's this girl and she's just like so over enthusiastic and, and and they're like do you want to drink and she's like no no i'm not drinking tonight i don't i want to remember everything and she's just very uppity and workaholicness. She's like, I need to take all these photos to post on the work on the work Instagram account, and like, I'm gonna make a TikTok. Who wants to be in my TikTok? And I'm like, you know, people who never stop working. It's always always on the grind. Um, okay, now that we spent the first ten minutes chatting with each other, and, and like honestly, I might have to. And oh, this is something I wanted to say too. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't I don't want to apologize too much, but. If you commented, I think Stressed Human, you commented on a bunch of older posts. I saw you commented. I published your responses. I won't be able to read those out because it just takes way too long. Like we could do an entire episode where I go back and like read a bunch of different responses. But if that is the case where we start getting a lot more responses on a weekly basis, then and like on older episodes and stuff, which I totally encourage everyone to do is comment on older episodes, please. And maybe I can do an entire episode where I just read off your guys' comments. Cause I mean, I read five and it takes up to like 10 minutes of the show. So you know, that's why I'm trying to make the episodes a little bit longer uh, so that you guys can actually hear some Reddit content. Um, but yeah, so, so please keep that in mind. All right. Why don't we hop into today's episode, right? 10 minutes on the dot. What's a harmless slash non-serious secret you've kept forever? I was reading through some of these. Some of them are funny. Some of them are, are wholesome, but I think we're going to have a wholesome a wholesome episode this one uh, for this episode, guys. So beautiful ad 1219 says, my mom was a meth addict. So my siblings and I grew up with very little. Normally, she would pull her head out of her ass enough around the holiday season to sign up with a church or charity to get us a food box and presents. However, by the time I was 11, she was so far gone that we could go weeks without seeing her leave, uh, seeing her, uh, leave her room or be completely gone from the house. I entered a drawing contest at my school around this time. I won a $100 gift certificate to our local mall. One day after making sure my siblings made it out to, made it out to school... I played hooky, what the hell, and walked to the mall. I don't know what what that means. About three and a half miles. I bought my three siblings some presents, almost forgot to get myself something, ended up buying uh, some discounted body wash. Nice, nice. Then had them wrapped there at the mall before trekking home. I hid the presents in the crawl space till the 24th. I was right. Our mom did nothing. When my siblings were distracted by a movie, I snuck out and put the box of presents on the front porch before knocking and running away. I snuck back in and in the back door by the bathroom and heard my siblings yelling, someone left a box on the porch that says Merry Christmas. I had also spent the last week before winter break going door to door asking for canned food donations, saying it was for a food drive at my church. I didn't have a church so that so that we didn't spend the whole winter break hungry. I'm so glad all four of us made it out of our childhood and none of us took the same path as the woman who birthed us. Uh, edit spelling. That's super wholesome, man. Like, and 
you know, it's nice to it's nice to kind of tell Reddit that type of thing because obviously you know that you're not necessarily looking for the recognition. It's just like if you're active in the subreddit and you just kind of like see this question, you have a short story to share. It kind of feels nice to get that stuff out too. Like it kind of it kind of feels nice. It's it's nice for some people to know about it. Not necessarily for validation reasons, but it's because that's an exciting thing. And like you want to tell somebody about it because of, you know, like especially with the way that your siblings might have reacted or something like that. You might want to tell your sibling or tell someone, but you don't want to like tell your family because what if they tell your siblings? You don't necessarily even want to tell your friends because because what happens when they grow older and then they tell your siblings and then your siblings are like, oh my God, that was you? Like, what the heck? You know, I'm sure they wouldn't be that mad about it, but just for your sense of peace, you know, but it is cool to tell people about it and be like, you know, my siblings were so excited. It just felt really good to do this. And talking about that sort of stuff can actually make us feel better, right? It can make us, it can make us enjoy our lives more when we talk about the things that we you know enjoy doing for others so um yeah that's that's awesome story um next one comes from churny gal um my friend is a major major death cab for cutie fan they came to our city a couple years ago and i knew she wouldn't be able to afford the tickets to go she was upbeat about it but i know she was devastated I bought, the t- I bought tickets two days before the show. I told her that the friend I had originally planned to take, wi- take with me couldn't go. And would she please come with me? There was no other friend. I told her I love the band and would be sad to miss them. She, of course, accepted and had the time of her life. She's doing much better now, but every couple of Christmases and birthdays, she gets me some Death Cab, for, uh, Death Cab merchandise because she knows how much of I love the band. I can't stand their music. I literally have blocked them on Spotify, but now it's gone too far and <laughs> where I can't tell her. You have to commit to the bit. You need to commit to this. There's like this like Reddit's the only people you can tell. I'm sorry, but we're the only people. This story is not going getting farther than this podcast and this subreddit. Like it's just not happening. You can't blow the whistle on this. You need to keep this tight, tight lid. THL, tight, heavy lid. Um, Shadow community. I don't even know what Death Cab for Cutie is. I've heard the name. I actually heard it recently. I don't know what kind of music they make. I have zero idea what, like, what that, what, I don't even know what genre. So that's tough. I'm sorry you had to sit through that. But the thing I'm like kind of questioning here is like, why would you, if she's such a massive fan and you knew this, why would you say you bought tickets with another friend? It's like, yeah, so I bought those tickets and you know what? I was originally planning to take, even though I know you're a massive fan, I was originally planning to take someone who just totally wasn't you, but now that person can't go. So now I'm going to settle for you. Like, how does that sound? How do you be, how do you, how would you, the massive fan of Death Cab, love it if like you were my second choice, even though you in reality should have been my first choice? Because my other friend just couldn't make it, you know, just, eh, you know how times get, couldn't make it, that's, you know, that's unfortunate, definitely unfortunate, but, you know, I guess I'll take you, like, I guess you'll have to, if you, if you're gonna, you're gonna be mad if I go alone, right, so, I guess I'll take you, like, why couldn't you just say I bought two tickets, or my parents won them, or something, like, like, why didn't you just, yeah, like, fucking say you bought two tickets and just take them like i don't understand why it has to be a secret you know um next one comes from utah cyan first marriage to my late wife 
On the day of the wedding, the ring got stolen out of my car. I was freaking out. My two best men went into overdrive, took a picture uh, I had of the ring, and uh, went to I don't know how many jewelry stores explaining what happened and if they had a ring that was similar. They went to this really great jeweler, jewelry makers, so they said, or so they said, I have something that's really close. Give me a bit and I can make it perfect. He worked his ass off and got it done within about an hour to spare. Oh my God. On the day of the wedding. Wow. Plus uh, managed to get my window fixed. The three of us are the only ones who know. I ended up using that jewelry maker for any jewelry I needed. And I haven't stopped. He ended up telling my best men not to worry about the price and for me and to come down after the honeymoon and work it out. I did, and he gave it to me at the cost of the materials. He's a great guy. He retired during COVID. Again, super, super wholesome story. What if you just didn't come in? <laughs> like, he's just being so genuine. Yeah, just come in, you know, after your honeymoon. I, I really feel sorry about your car and, you know, everything that happened. That must be devastating. So come in after your honeymoon. He's like, well, it's been three months. It's... It's a pretty long honeymoon. I didn't even I didn't even get their contact information. Hmm. I think I just got screwed for being a really good person. Wow. That's you just you can't go I guess you just can't go making rings for people you don't know. You can't can't go forging rings. You know, it's just just it's just what you got to learn, right? That's just the the world today, all right? That's the, that's the economy. Are right, you going to give someone a free ring? Bitch, that's free. All right, that's free. You see that as a gift to me to come and repay you? I see that as I'm making a conscious business decision. Okay, this is business. You're not doing good business. I'm doing good business. I robbed you blind. That's what we call in the in the entrepreneurial business. I call it robbed you blind, All right. I'm going to invest. Actually, I sold that ring. I actually left my wife. I sold the ring and I made a profit. Now I own a massive jewelry chain and he retired during COVID because I actually bought out his store. I can, well, actually that's kind of a lie. I bought, I opened up a store close to his and stole all his business. So he was forced into retirement. Because he made poor business choices, okay? We make we make prime business choices here on the Reddit Asks Us podcast, okay? We are cutthroat when it comes to business. We don't fuck around, all right? If you want to give rings out for free, fine. Be a good person. But you're going to go broke. Because I am a dog. I eat. All right? That was our chant in college in my frat. Right? That's me. I'm a dog. Absolute dog. As you can tell, folks, that is satire. I hope you could tell that was satire. Um, next one comes from Rumble Mumbles. My mom is a health nut with probably disordered eating who wouldn't let us have cheese in the house when I was a kid. When I was... Cheese. What a weird, like... Okay. Uh, when I was in my mid-20s, I bought a unit... My dad was helping me fix it up, so I, so I provided lunch. I said to him, I bet you're going to hate going back to work next week and not have cheese on your sandwiches. It was that then he told me that his deepest secret had been he had been buying, buying blocks of cheese at work for years. 
I had no idea he was so crafty, and my mom still doesn't know. Poor dad has been retired for years, though, so not sure about uh, the current cheese consumption status. He's got to have a secret stash somewhere. There's just no way. Like, if you've been putting cheese on your sandwiches from all those years, you're going to suffer. You will will experience, like, a, a, a cheese, like, like a... Uh, what's it called? Like PTSD type of thing because it's just not there. You know, phantom cheese, right? You're going to be feeling the phantom cheese in your mouth and you're going to be like, I need cheese in this. I can't, I can't fulfill this. My life is not fulfilled unless I have cheese. What a weird thing though, because cheese isn't like necessarily bad for you. I mean, maybe it depends on what kind of cheese you're buying, but like cheese, what a weird thing. It's like not like, sugar or like you know snacks it's cheese like i feel like that's a strange thing to like not have around in the house if you're into health stuff um but yeah so you know what my mom isn't okay i mom i know you might be listening to this my mom is not a health nut but she's health conscious and was very health conscious when we were growing up so i can't i can't say i relate I can't say I relate to the 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 amount of of discipline that your mom had with the strictness of allowing cheese in your house. But I definitely know what it feels like to, you know, not have something for a for a long time and then you kinda once you get on on your own, you're like, fuck it. I'm buying it. I don't even give a fuck. My mom was pretty good though. So I, I'm not gonna lie. And honestly, I low key I actually thank my mom. So mom, if you're listening to this, I'm actually very thankful because it, it actually, as long as you're not too restrictive, I think it helps build healthy habits because now I'm so used to eating good and healthy food that if I don't eat healthy food, I feel terrible. Like I feel awful and I need to get it, you know, like if I don't have like my fruit every, every day, I feel deficient. Like I won't function well. It's just, that is it. Like I'm addicted. I have a, I have, I have have a crippling fruit addiction. Like I, I start, I start convulsing and sweating if I don't have fruit. Well, I guess it goes without saying that I also put a large amount of addictive drugs inside the fruit, but that's just, that's just, uh, that's not, that's not, that's hardly related, hardly related. Um, next one comes from remarkable story, 9843. I convinced my sister I had entered us in a, uh, both in a blog giveaway and won a coupon, but when she won the grand prize of 300 uh, and she won the grand prize of a $300 gift card to Lane Bryant. I don't even know what that is. We don't have that in Canada. Not that I know. Um, my sister was a size 16 and desperately needed new clothes, but would spend money on her baby grandkids and thin adult daughters. This was the only way I could make sure she spent it on herself. It's been 10 years. She doesn't know. I don't even know, I don't know what a size 16 is either, so that doesn't really make much sense to me, so I don't necessarily know if you needed to mention that her daughters were thin, it seems a little, is that, re- is that irrelevant? Because maybe he's talking about size, or they're like, or they are talking about size, I don't even know, I have no idea what size a size 16 is, so totally over my head. But then again, like, and also Lane Bryant, like, what if that was, like, I don't know what that is, I seriously don't know what that is, but like, what if it was like, what if it was like a, what do you have? Marks work? You guys, don't, you guys don't have a Marks work warehouse in, in America and all over the world. I don't know. What if it was like a warehouse store? Like, what if it was like, you won a $300 gift card 
to oh my god i can't th- i can't say names of things because you guys are from all over the world like tractor store i don't know like uh, it's not uh, i don't know i don't know what you guys call it we've got this place called pv mart which is like <laughs> full of like you know overalls and coveralls and stuff like that and like canadian tire and that's like another work store rona i don't know get your new clothes at rona you know have a couple jumpsuits on the go um they come pre-grease stained next one coming comes from august the cow one day i came home late at night drunk and decided to walk my dog just when we arrived outside my house my dog attacked a raccoon hanging around the area I ended up wrestling my Malmut. What the hell? Malam, Malamut, Malamute, Malamut. I don't know what that is. I don't know dogs. I never grew up with animals, so I have no idea. And freed the raccoon from his jaws. Here's the thing. I was drunk, and the raccoon kind of stared at me in front of me, and I decided to try and pet the raccoon. Why would you do that? Like, I wouldn't even do that, like, like waste out of my mind. Why would you do that? Like, what? what like, it's a feral animal. Like, what what are you thinking? Like yeah yeah and oh this 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 animal that's clearly being attacked by my dog, and I'm I'm the one pulling away the dog. Yeah maybe I should just go and pet this thing. Like well this can't end well. Uh, I maybe got one pet in before it took a chunk out of my finger. I ran into the house leaving a trail of blood up to my brother's room for help. A sleepless night in the hospital and four consecutive rabies, rabies shots later was the result. Everyone asked me what happened, and I just told them while I was heroically wrestling my dog to save the raccoon, I got bit in the process. They still don't know the real story, and it gets brought up 10 years later. Oh, God. Yeah, just, it was it was a crazy night, you know, and I started fearing water. It was just, yeah, it was, it was a wild time. You know how it gets, you know. You, you know how that gets, you know, and I feel like, maybe it's residual because it's I'm starting to just feel like I'm losing my mind here like I can't focus I just start ravaging I'm my lips foam up sometimes it's, I don't know maybe it's just a dormant thing yeah it could be just genetics right it's genetics something's just you know like some people have a bad back you know just genetics right I knew a guy in high school or his family had bad ACLs how about that you know, what about, uh, yeah, and I just get, you know, I just flate rabies flare-ups, you know, just just a casual thing, you know, just, <laughs> you know how it is. Um, why, again, why the fuck would you pet a feral animal? Like, it's not, they're, they're not even close to domesticated animals. They're known for being, like, vicious and ruthless, like, just <laughs> jumping at people. Have you ever seen... Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket the Raccoon is not a friendly raccoon, okay? He's feisty. Everyone knows that, okay? He's always shooting people and blowing shit up, all right? He's just, that's the way raccoons are built. They are, they're just, they're just ruthless, okay? They are out to get people, all right? They're, they're just, they're just built like that from the get-go. So you got to do a better job realizing that. All right, next one comes from Walleye Vision. When my wife died, she had been working on special occasion letters for all our kids. Towards the end of the cancer, 
uh, it had spread to her brain and she wasn't able to focus on writing much. And when she did, it was often unintelligible gibberish. I tried to help her by dictation, but she said it would mean more if it was in her own handwriting and she wanted to finish it. She slipped into a coma and died only getting through a handful of letters for our eldest child, leaving addressed envelopes for only, uh, for only, for only, leaving only addressed envelopes to our, for our two other kids. I knew this would be devastating for the three kids and possibly create conflict. So I paid a woman who specifically, who specialized in calligraphy to literally duplicate my wife's handwriting. I gave her the content, channeling my wife's comments she made about, about what I thought would be meaningful words to our three kids. And when I had helped her dictate a few, and as she wanted, I had passed them out to on special occasions of wedding dates, birth of first child dates, first day of college dates, etc. My kids don't know. They've even shared the one she actually wrote with one uh, with ones written by her surrogate, and thus far the secret remains safe. I haven't told anyone else this, but read it. Uh, but read it, and I hope it stays a secret as well. I'll take it to my grave. I consider it harmless, as it was her intent, but cancer robs so much from people afflicted with it, including their best, most sincere attempts at helping others to cope with the loss themselves. That's, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I mean, especially because, I mean, you know your wife, so, like, it's not, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, like, if you're trying to stay true to what her message was, like, you like, the, if there'd be a real discrepancy if one if there was just like you know uh mom never said that my mom doesn't talk like that who wrote this dad like this isn't mom mom did not write this she doesn't say stuff like that then you got then you got yourself a problem on your hands but i don't know like it's you it, it might as well have been coming from her because you were obviously there you knew the content of what she was saying you get the gist so to in a certain extent, it was the thought behind what she was doing that really matters, right? It's not necessarily like it's the specific the specific words because she had the motivation. It was her idea, and you're just carrying out the manifestation. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, next one comes from zero four Z five one vet. Holy crap! In nineteen ninety eight, I had a friend who was stuck in a very toxic situation at her home. She had an opportunity for a new start across the country in Oregon. She had a Dodge Neon that was hanging on for dear life and decided to pass on the opportunity for fear the car wouldn't make the trip. I had told her I had a friend that was a mechanic that owed me a favor and he would give the car a tune-up for free. I didn't really have a friend that was a mechanic. We were both 18 with not much money, but I used all of my savings to pay uh, to have her car made roadworthy for the trip. She's a mother of four now with a great job thriving in Oregon. The only issue there is she asks to meet your friend. I'm surprised she hasn't. What if she's just like, I need to meet your friend. They saved my life. My life would be completely different. I wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have made it to Oregon. Like who knows what I would have been doing. I could have been, I could have been, you know, I could have just turned to drugs immediately. I could have just caved and just were like, no job in Oregon. All right. It's either job in Oregon or light up the crack pipe. So here we go. Here goes the crack pipe. All right, but seriously though, like, <laughs> what if what would what would you do? What does she do? She asked to meet your friend. Be like, they died. 
yeah, they died hard, really hard. They're totally done, dead, over, life is just gone. Yeah, and there's no photos of them or parents. They were orphans. They wasn't. They were an orphan and didn't get along with anyone at the orphanage, so there's no real siblings there, and I was their only friend. Yeah, it's tough, yeah. Honestly, we don't even know if they had biological parents, so... <laughs> we they're a mystery for a lot for a lot of reasons a lot of reasons okay it was they didn't have blood so you know one time we were driving around and and we got into a little fender bender and you know i cut my arm and they cut their arm and you know they were they weren't bleeding and i was like what the hell where what is this what's going on here and they were just kind of like don't worry about it just stop talking about it let me f just get us out of this and I'll fix your friend's car type of thing. So yeah, I wouldn't even bother. And the mechanic shop, they don't, they honestly, the weirdest thing about them was that they don't show up in photos. So like you take a photo with them and they just were just disappeared. Like there's not in the photo. There's just a gap. So yeah, where the, yeah, it's crazy. Wildest thing, you know, I was thinking about reporting it to somebody, but, uh, you know, life life gets in the way you know you get busy so you know how it is but yeah don't even bother i wouldn't even yeah i wouldn't i think it's a waste of time honestly just 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 you know just relax and just keep doing what you're doing you're fine next one comes from mini megs 2023 when my brother was four he won a stuffed animal from a claw machine and it was his favorite thing ever slept with it every night for weeks he fell asleep on the couch and was carried to bed, but left his stuffed animal on the floor, and the dog decided to tear it to pieces during the night. Oh, damn. I spent $40 trying to win another one and put it under his bed for him to find. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wait, trying to win another? You just didn't? Like, what? what's the end of the story here? You said trying. Did you, did you actually get one? What if you just, like... What if you just told him that? I spent $40 to try and get a new one, and I failed. So, thought I'd tell you that when you get old enough, you owe me $40. So, this isn't really a wholesome story. It's not even a secret. It's just basically my younger brother and I don't talk anymore because I told him that uh, he owed me $40, and we still fight about it to this day because apparently I'm an asshole, you know? And, like, I'm like, why? I mean, I tried to get you a new one. I spent $40. I couldn't do it. So you owe me $40. Like, the, I didn't eat your fucking stuffed animal, okay? I didn't tear it apart. Um, if anything, you should be thanking me. <sighs> Ungrateful kids. Next one comes from your mother's buttocks. Again, Vortex is on fire right now. My dad is a doctor. When my, when my daughter was little, she was terrified of hurting her ankle. Like, any time she got the slightest twinge or rolled it slightly, she was convinced it was broken. My dad would take her to the office and run a, f a fetal... Run a fetal heart? A fatal heart? What? Dop Doppler over her little ankle and tell her it was an x-ray machine and her ankle and her ankle was fine. <laughs> She's 13 and convinced that Papa took actual x-rays of her ankle. I'm never going to tell her otherwise. Yeah, that's a quick... That's a quick... Uh, quick x-ray. He just like listen. He's just got a stethoscope. He's just listening to it, honey. This this is a this is the X exoscope. All right, it looks like a stethoscope, but it's actually an exoscope, and it takes photos when I flip it over, 
and it's saying your ankle isn't broken, honey. So I, it says it's fine. It really does. But honestly, don't ask me how this works. And honestly, by the time you're old enough to know how to, for me to explain it to you, it's probably going to be obsolete. So you might as well just put it out of your mind right now, but it's fine. It's fine. Next one comes from Talering. Um, I'm Canadian. I'm also Canadian. And in high school, I had a crush on this girl. Shout out Canadians. I had a crush on this girl who was originally born in the U.S. To try and impress her, I pretended I was an American who emigrated to Canada too. Oh, <laughs> so I was so committed that I even gave her the address to my old home. I was really just a hotel it was really just a hotel I had stayed at while I was on vacation in Florida with my family. Since it was the early 2000s, she never verified it. We ended up dating, but to this day, I never came clean. I wonder if she still thinks I'm American. You never, like, what if you guys, what if she was like, you should come back to the U.S. with me, you know? Like, like we, we should just do a trip there, you know? Like, we're, we're, we're so close, right? Um, like, we should, we could just hop over. We're, we live right near the border. Um, I can't, I, yeah, yeah. She's like, you won't even get stopped because you're American. So they'll see your American passport and let's just let you in. Right. Thing about that is my, my, I can't, like I have a passport, but it's, but it's expired. And all I have is my Canadian passport. And I'm actually like banned from the US for a little bit. Yeah. I can't even yeah, I can't even get in. So, you know, they caught me just doing some crazy stuff, you know, just I was I was actually smuggling in illegal like I was uh, smuggling from Canada into the US um Kinder eggs, smuggling those through the border. And I got caught. It was in a massive Kinder egg operation, you know, it was a whole mob thing, you know that's another story. I used to work for the mob in Florida. Have you ever seen Donnie Brasco? That's kind of my thing, right? Um, so yeah, it was a whole, we, they shut down our kinder egg operation. I thankfully didn't get arrested, but you know, they, they make it a hassle for me to get back to the U S. So I think it's just easier if we just stay in Canada. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I know. Crazy, crazy thing, but honestly, don't even ask me about it again. Cause those are dark days. I don't really want to talk about it. They were just dark days. So why don't we just forget about it? Why don't we just stop talking about it? Like, I'll just tell you what it was like to be in the U.S. as much as possible. Um, next one comes from Atlanta TJ. My mom won a prize from SiriusXM. SiriusXM. At the beginning of the pandemic that never arrived, even after she followed up. She had been so excited to win something for the first time that I finally found a record store with the items she won, paid for them, and arranged with them to be uh, a to use a generic shipping label and include an apology for the delay and congrats for winning uh congrats for winning label she loves her prize and forgives them for the delay um k press replies and says damn i used to work at sirius xm i wonder who in the promotions department completely fucked this up a few times if they were holding contests where you had to be the the nth caller i'd be the one answering the phone and i was always super stoked when i got to when I got to the winning caller and gave the news that they won the best feeling in the world. This person, the person was uh, completely speechless and blown away that they actually won. I'd hate to know that maybe sometimes these people never actually got what they won. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's, that's annoying as hell. 
it's like ah man it's tough because you kind of give Sirius XM the tr- the 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 pass, right? Because now your mom thinks that Sirius XM has got their ish together, but they clearly don't. So that's unfortunate. You know what the heck? That's why you can't trust radio, man. Even satellite radio. I'm telling you this right now. If I ever like, if I ever make money off my podcast, or honestly, I don't even really need to make money off the podcast. It would just be nice that I you know, didn't have to take away from my college fund, um, college money that I'm saving up to, you know, be in school and live. Um, I, if I ever hold, I'm going to hold you, hold me to this though. If I ever hold a contest on this show where people can win something, I've actually thought about doing that before, like doing some sort of, now that I feel like there's enough of you where you feel like, you know, just get, get more engagement. I could do a contest. Maybe I will. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Maybe I should do some sort of contest, but if I ever say you're going to win something, like a like a money or like a plaque. I've got this cool plaque in front of me that it's like got my podcast on. It'd be interesting to give one of those away. Um, or maybe like design merch or something, give it away. You can hold me to that. I will never not, I will never not follow through with that. So um, yeah. And yeah, maybe there's enough people who would, who would get merch for the show. I don't even know, honestly. Like, I don't even really know. I feel like mugs would be cool. Mugs would be dope. I would I would definitely do mugs. Reddit asks us on a mug would be pretty sick. Because, like, I don't I don't know if I want to make t-shirts. It feels, like, kind of corny. Like, 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 what? <laughs> maybe if, uh, maybe, maybe if the t-shirt had, like, some of your guys' response on them or funny questions. I don't even know. But, it, I don't know. Something I might consider in the future. Um, all right, let's do one more. Next one comes from Landob. When I was dating my now wife, her son took my car for a joy ride while we were out of town. When we got back from our out of town trip, I noticed something was amiss on the car. When I got in it, I noticed the sunshade was installed backwards. I would never do that on accident. Then I pulled the dash cam footage. Uh, he took it around the neighborhood, didn't do any donuts or burn any tires, just a nice slow stroll through the neighborhood with the music playing. And I assume, and, and I assume waved at some people. I ended up just hand handling it man to man he was 17 18 at the time never told his mom about it wait what what happened just a nice slow through the neighborhood with the music playing and i assume waved and some people what i'm so confused is that supposed to be sarcasm i have yeah i have no idea maybe we'll read one more because that one didn't really make sense at all next one comes from uh from the interwebs I was about 10 years old and was pretending to be sick in order to avoid going to school. This was my, this was the 1980s. So the old school glass tube mercury filled thermometers were still a thing. Excuse me. My dad was getting ready to leave work as I worked my magic to convince my mom to let me stay home for the day. Neither one of them was having it. I persisted. Out of frustration, my mom grabbed the thermometer and put it under my tongue. I knew it would read 98.6 and this was my only shot to avoid school for the day. Both of my parents stepped out of the room for a moment. I looked over and saw my dad's piping hot cup of coffee sitting on the counter awaiting his, awaiting his morning commute. I quickly dipped the thermostat into the hot java. It instantly shattered, uh, emptying toxic mercury into the coffee along with tiny shards of glass. I panicked in my mind. There were only a couple possible outcomes. My dad dies of heavy metal poisoning and a lacerated esophagus, or I fess up to what I did. So... I kept it a secret and my died dad my dad died of heavy metal poisoning and a lacerated esophagus. I don't regret it. 
just kidding. That's not how the story ends. <laughs> I could hear them coming around the corner about to return to the kitchen. And the, at the last possible second, I swatted, swapped my dad's mug off the counter for my mom's. No, just kidding. <laughs> so I poisoned my mom. Uh, smashing it on the floor, creating a coffee explosion on my mom's freshly clean kitchen. They burst into the kitchen aghast in the mess I created. Um, at the mess I created, uh, uh, I reply with a flurry of stories and apologize profusely for being clumsy. My dad is furious because now he won't have coffee on his way to work. My mom is pissed and she starts cleaning up the mess. In the chaos, everyone forgets about my claims of illness and I slipped the remainder of the broken thermostat into the trash and went to the bus stop saving my father from a horrible death at least in my mind at the time until this day i've never told anyone about this um y you probably could though honestly like i don't see the harm like you went to school after your parents told you that you were going to school so you know and you did save your dad from dying a horrible death just drinks his morning coffee and is just ends up with mercury poisoning like how did how did this happen <laughs> no i have no idea I have no idea. Maybe dad just mistook the mercury for coffee cream. That's all that comes to my mind. That's all that I can think of. You know, just those two are so interchangeable sometimes and it's dangerous. It is absolutely dangerous, right? It's like when you mistake sugar for salt, all right? And then you just, you can't go back on that, right? It's just the classic mix-up, mercury, coffee cream. You know, and that's that's a deadly one. So that's the one you don't want. You really want to be looking out for that, folks. Um, okay. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Reddit Asks Us podcast. I want to thank you all again for tuning in to another week's episode. I also want to thank, just do a special thank you because we are now consistently getting like 200 to 250 downloads on a single podcast every week. Like I, I was surprised because... Um, and one of the episodes got 350 downloads in a single week. And I was just shocked. Like to me, that's, that is just unbelievable. And now it's consistent, like consistently getting 250 downloads for every single episode is just mind blowing. The fact that there are that many people out there listening to the episode, listening to the show. And these people, like I'm Canadian, majority of the people who listen to the podcast are not from the country that I'm from. Like, like shout out to my Canadian listeners, obviously, but like shout out to my American listeners, you know, my listeners from the UK, you know, Germany, Australia, like everywhere, man. Like it's, it's really quite unbelievable to, to see so many people from all over the place listening to the show. Like, like, uh, yeah, those are my top places, man. US, Canada, UK, Australia, Germany, and Sweden. So like shout out to all of you guys uh, and uh, and all of y'all listening to the show and everyone who's listening to the show from around the world because yeah, it's it's pretty pretty unbelievable. So I, I want to thank you all so much and please share the show because if, if as many of you you guys like it or as many of y'all like it um, as as you do, you know, hopefully other people enjoy the show and, and uh, as well. So if you want to spread the show, please don't, don't be a gatekeeper. I, I love inter interacting with everybody. And it's just, I'm so thankful and I'm, I'm so grateful that, that, uh, y'all love to tune into the show and listen every week. It's pretty mind blowing. So thank you all so much for listening to another week's episode of the Reddit Ask Us podcast. Please enjoy yourselves and your week whenever you happen to be listening to this, uh, remember you can also answer this week's Reddit question by clicking the description of the episode on Spotify and clicking the white icon that says reply. And I will read out your reply on the next week's following episode. And you will be notified when your response is published. So thank you all so much. 
Um, I love each and every single one of you. Uh, I'll see you next week. Peace out. Love you. Bye.